Here we are. Happy Tuesday. It just seems to be a saying we all seem to say, I guess, to mean well for everyone. You know, I, I wanted to, um, I was thinking about this. This has been on my mind for quite some time. As you all know, I am currently practicing polyamorous lifestyle. And um, one of my partners is um, Estonian-American, and I am Indian-American. And, you know, race has been such a sensitive topic, right? It always is. It doesn't have to be. I mean, it's it's quite obvious. We live in um, a melting pot that, that is the United States of America, ironically, even though a large percentage of the population in America is actually Caucasian. But, you know, there are certain concentrations um, um, of... Um, geographically major cities in America that are quite culturally, racially diverse. And New York is one of them, which is kind of where I go a lot of back and forth. I go a lot of back and forth between Brooklyn, New York and New Jersey. And so, you know, um, for me, it took me some time growing up in two different countries. I come from a population that's homogenous, right? Primarily Indian. And then you, I get put in the U.S. where you have like a diversity of... Um, people from all ethnicities here so i you know i had to kind of switch to narrative learn learn to see what you know what kind of narrative we're operating in which is we can't deviate from race especially with american history um what was really interesting is that like with with my partner with my partner who is caucasian he i don't know when he started dating me he basically was like, you know, Nilu, I, um, yeah, my first name is Nilu. That's my nickname. I don't even see you as like an other. Um, like when I decided to be with you and date you, be your boyfriend, I, <laughs> I just see you as Nilu. I don't see you as like, I'm not like thinking in my head, oh, Nilu is another race or she has a different skin color than me, right? And it's so interesting. Like, even the other day when we were walking, we were, we were just walking outside. We were taking a walk at night. And, um, you know, I, I called out to him. I'm like, yeah, you know, babe, we're culturally different. Um, uh, you realize, like, we're actually an interracial couple. And he goes, huh, we are? That's, yeah. So, you know, it's fascinating to me. So I know some of you, I mean, you see my profile picture. It's a lighted up picture, like um, I'm skin tone wise, I'm, I'm tan skin. Um, it was just really interesting and kind of cool to see that, like this person that I'm, uh, who's dating me and cares about me is like, yeah, I don't see race when I see you. I'm just kind of dating you because I like you and I think you're cute. And to me, you know, from my perspective and how I'm experiencing the world, I'm like, I can't help but see myself through race. Like growing up here in America, it's just kind of programmed me to see my always see myself as the other. So that's been really interesting to see the different points of views. So I have my boyfriend here who sees me and, and goes, well, I don't ever see that when I see you. I just see you as this girl, cool girl that I'm dating. But, you know, to me, I'm like, I can't help but keep pointing out to him. Yeah, you know, we're we're an interracial couple. Yes, race, we are two different races. And I always have to, that comes into my mind. And I was just examining that and I can't help. I'm reminded constantly by him that, hey, I don't see it that way. It's so weird that you see that, that you're constantly seeing it through that lens. And 
you bring that up in dialogue but i don't know i'm probably this is probably i have kind of um an overthinking mind as well i think a lot about little things it's just just how my mind operates but i can't help but really ponder across my own worldview on this and how you know living in the u.s has inevitably made me really look at myself and how the world has in fact categorized me and that's how i ever see myself really even on a daily basis even when other people don't even when people like i mean race is just a constant topic you know we don't see each other as just like another human we see each other through the lens through this category through this box oh you're another race that made me think about about like my own internal dialogue and how i see myself in the in the larger narrative It's interesting that one of your boyfriends, being that you're polyamorist, who is white, doesn't see your race, and in fact marvels at that, although he does find you cute and etc., there was still a need for him to mention it, and you can't help but see your race. being that you are not caucasian this in turn is a part of the dilemma and problem that can arise from race particularly in a western lens because i think there are many white people out there that strive to see you beyond your color for who you really are but in fact your color makes up a big part of who you are and i think with some white people there's this need to feel that they aren't racist by not seeing color and in a naive childlike way i can see the idealism within that but the problem can arise when you in fact are of color and don't feel any shame in your color that there kind of is a little tension when they don't see the color now i'm pretty sure your boyfriend meant very well with the statement that he gave but yes it can be somewhat problematic um when you in fact are feeling your race and recognize his race as well and it's good that you both are having dialogue about the matter um but it's one of those things like you said it can be very sensitive because it calls upon an aspect of individualism that can look odd in the face of those who want to see unity with all there's a sort of um a communist like outlook on it but it's from people who feel they are liberal <laughs> when they say i don't see color um again on one hand i can see where they're coming from but the problem is is that you don't see the color and the color is very important and also it would make sense that the person who doesn't see the color is the person who is in fact the majority 
who's in fact benefited from their color in such a way that they are almost blind to what some of us would call privilege. In fact, I would say that is a hallmark of white privilege is when they say, I don't see color. They've never really had to. If anything, it can feel guilty. They can feel, they can feel guilty while acknowledging the color because that to them can seem prejudice when in fact it is equally as prejudice not to see the color at all see the color that is a part of the person and their makeup but once you get to know them you'll realize that this color does not define them but it is a piece of the pie chart of their existence thanks for making this well I'm, um, so I'm a cis white American male, um, and I'm going to offer uh, a little bit further what the other commenter offered, which is that I don't see race is quite problematic. Now, I'm not saying the person is problematic. I'm saying that statement is. Um, I think that person (coughs) needs some education and eye-opening, and if they are open to it, and it sounds from other things you are saying about the relationship, they probably are. Um, And what I mean by this is as follows. Um, Your lived experience includes everything about who you are, and race is an enormous part of who you are. I don't see race is like saying I don't see queer, or I don't see religion, or I don't see kink, But all of these things are part of your lived experience and make up who you are. And to not see any one part of who you are, especially an enormous one like race, is to deny that there is this cultural part of you that makes up who you are. And and that's that's unfair to both of you. Um, He's missing out on why you are who you are, how you are who you are what beauty your culture brings to your beauty and your cuteness or however else he would refer to you both physically and personality wise um and if this is a person who is open-minded and willing it probably will only take a few conversations and not just with you but with others um you are probably in a culturally diverse friend group and can can introduce this conversation in a way where others can chime in as well. Um, I feel very strongly about this because I remember probably a decade ago saying to a black friend of mine that I don't see race and he would not let me, he would not let that comment go. He, um, he really challenged me and he did it in a way that at the time I thought was harsh. Um, but very quickly realized it was not harsh. It was necessary. Um, he was not going to teach me. He simply challenged me and forced me to go learn from other resources why it's important to see race, why it's important to see whatever a person's lived experience is, especially the ones that are different from my lived experience. And what I, what I finally concluded from all that was, I will never have the lived experience of a black person. Um, 
I will never have the lived experience of uh, an oppressed gay man. Um, I might be queer, but I came to that later in life and it's different. And it's also different because I'm cis and white. Um, I come from a place of privilege where there's less threat to me if I challenge the norms. Whereas if you're black or if you are a minority in any way, challenging a norm is more dangerous. So now I honor lived experience in a way that I didn't before. And I, I, I can appreciate an individual for who they are through the lens of all of those experiences. And it's challenging because I don't have the lived experience that they do. But when I ask about their culture from a point of curiosity to understand who they are, they tend to be very happy and responsive. But when I ask from a place of, I don't see race, why is that important? Uh, I'm going to be challenged and I think rightfully so. So I believe that you should um, have a dialogue with this person and have a challenging dialogue with this person and even consider not being the educator, but opening the door for this person to seek out knowledge and background that educates them to the importance of race and all lived experience. Good luck. And I, I think you can enjoy the journey. There's a lot to be had from taking a potentially problematic experience or a negative experience and turning it into something truly positive. Growth is uh, such an enjoyment and, and I hope you are able to get that for yourself and together with him.